Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season finale of the Chick Foley Show here. I am one of your hosts, Phil Gentile, a.k.a. the Hot Take Kid, coming to you live from the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios here in downtown Catonsville, Maryland. We're uh, glad to have you guys listening to us. We have an uh, awesome show here. Uh, welcome in my co-host, Sheena Phelps. Sheena, how are you doing this evening? Good. I am good, man. Um, having a little gross bird or struggle with the baby face. So I feel like, uh, you know, he, he went on a sleep strike last night and really turned heel on us. I'm like, wait a minute, this can't be happening. Like you're, you're the baby face. You know what I mean? You've been, <laughs> you've been doing so good. And all of a sudden he had a heel turn. So, um, let's hope that he's, he's, um, you know, fixed his evil ways and he's back to being the awesome little sleeper that we know and love. He turned Canadian, I guess he turned, uh, <laughs> whatever you called Bret Hart's heel turn. That was a good run for him, by the way. We don't, it doesn't get talked about enough, but man, mm-hmm. I wish he would have stuck around for the attitude era, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the baby face gets his S together because we got, <laughs> we got a show to record Marco, the MVP. How are you, dude? I'm doing great over here in the, uh, gorilla position. Um, I'm actually going to the same thing right now. I'm having the, uh, the faction, all three members are, uh, not being the friendliest at night right now. They're uh, waking up at all hours, one after another. And, uh, uh, man, I can't. It's nights over here in the, uh, the Denton household. I can't mm-hmm. imagine three, three separate sleepers. Whew. Yeah. I know. I, I I'm already like I'm already overwhelmed and like thinking about having to do bedtime with two. Because listen, I love. I love being a mom. I love the baby face with all my heart. But you know what's something that like you just take for granted is like having to do like bedtime and bath time every night. Oh, you know, God. like dude, can you just like 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 put yourself to sleep? Like you know, we do it. We're grown ups, you know. But no, it's like it's it's the routine, you know. Um, and you just like you. It's so funny. I can't imagine doing it with three now that I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna have two. <laughs> so uh, all of you people who are out there and you are child free. Um, you know, in, enjoy your evening routines where you get yeah. to like unwind a little bit and, you know, drink a little, drink a little beer and kick back and do whatever you want. Sleep pretty, in on the weekends. You know, yeah. One of these days, if you ever decide to be like living the, living the family life, it's like, you know, washing butts and, you know, um, reading books and putting on pajamas and brushing teeth. Oh yeah. It's uh it's, it's definitely a cluster, but, uh, speaking of family, the, uh, the Foley family, is uh, large and in charge, and we are growing on social media. You guys can follow us, Sheena, on Instagram, at Chick Foley. Uh, the Twitter account is at Chick Foley Show. And if you need to hit us up via email, it's askchickfoley at gmail.com. Be sure to uh, check us out on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you can listen to us there. And check out our Patreons, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Uh, we have a uh, good amount of people. I'm going to post the details on the Twitter account of all the different levels and tiers of the Patreon page. But uh, we talk about it every single week. The best part of it has been the uh, the Facebook group that we have with our uh, entry tier level folks. And uh, it starts at a dollar a month. You get our show notes emailed to you every single week uh, of what we talk about here on the show. And access to our Twitter group, or sorry, our Facebook group where we uh, buy and sell and trade figures and talk wrestling and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, we've been finding a bunch of stuff out in the wild, 
so we have 66 sets of eyeballs, you know, going out and fig hunting and helping each other out to, uh, to avoid all of us from paying uh, scalper and eBay prices for crap. So uh, it's been very helpful, very fun, and we continue to grow with that. We actually have six new Patreons uh, to uh, to discuss tonight, Sheena. Woohoo! Kenny Daniels, Anthony Harvey, Josh Drake, Alexander Guyton, Sam Finley, and Stephen Humphrey. Uh, welcome, gentlemen, to the Foley family. Uh, we appreciate your support. And like, like I said, it starts at a dollar a month. Uh, at $5, you get our uh, bonus episodes every single month. And at $10, you get my unboxing videos and Sheena's unboxing videos in addition to all that other stuff. So uh, if you listen to the show, a dollar a month. Chicken sandwich videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> uh, we need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sheena did a uh, – a, uh, just a, a it wasn't a blind taste test, but you it reviewed. It wasn't a blind taste test. Yeah, it was. It just kind of reviewed. I was really curious about how they all held up, like head to head to head. I feel like you know we. Ha- I had the new KFC um, chicken and donut sandwich. I had the Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich, their fried chicken sandwich, and then I had a classic Chick Fil A sandwich. And actually, over the weekend, or or this earlier in this week, for my birthday, um, the heel husband and the baby face and I went to Shake Shack, and I had a chicken shack. For the first time and damn it was good too so i mean i don't know if it's in those same category it's more of a quick service than like a fast food type uh situation with shake shack but um yeah it was damn good too have you ever had a chicken shack i have not i've had shake shack i do want to wish you a happy belated birthday uh i haven't been able to talk to you since that happened so uh happy birthday there but uh yeah there was it was a cool video the chick the chick-fil-a video the chick-fil-a sandwich uh placed higher than i thought it would but Mm -hmm. uh my my uh, Popeyes are still out. They said it's going to be till November till they have this goddamn chicken sandwich. November? Are you? Yeah. Kidding what me? what are they doing? I mean, it's just chicken. What what could be? I mean, they're losing so much business. My wife's like, yeah, but people's gonna people are gonna be like, you know, ready for it to come back and like chomping at the bit. But I mean, they had the whole country wrapped around their finger, and it just True. someone had and to have gotten fired for that. Yeah, and honestly, like you can't you can't wait around like that because you know the the next big thing could come through. I mean, there could be like some sort of freaking hot dog craze. You know what I mean? Yeah. That comes through and like steals all the media attention. Like I get it. Like if it was like a strategic plan to like, you know, create this supply and demand and like media frenzy type thing. Um, but yeah, you got to get back on that within like a couple weeks. You know, at, at most because the way things move now, I mean. Popeye's chicken sandwich is going to be in the rear view before long. I mean, the next new food craze is going to come along. Uh, Yeah, so besides chicken review sandwiches, uh, I did an unboxing video. Sheena's done some too. And all of our giveaways you'll be entered in as well. So check us out, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. If you uh, support the show, uh, that's the best way to do that there. Anything you can do is appreciated, and all the money goes right back into the show here. So let's get into the squared circle. Uh, this is a segment where we look at Raw and SmackDown and, and what's coming up down the pike as far as in-ring action. This is sponsored by Chalkline. You can use code CHICK on, at Chalkline.com to get 15% off of any apparel there. They're always dropping new hotness uh, on their website. Definitely check them out. Uh, let's start off with Raw, guys, and I'll start with you first, Sheena. Uh, what's the, what was the biggest takeaway from Raw is we're now one week away from uh, Hell in the Cell. Yeah, and it uh, my biggest takeaway from Raw was that this was the season finale, and next week was the is going to be the season premiere of Raw. Like, do have. 
first of all, I don't know. I can't remember if they've ever like said it like that before. Like, oh, this is the season finale, and the next week is the season premiere. But they literally said season premiere like thirty eight hundred times during the episode, and I was like, is this new? What what is this? Why are they keep saying the season premiere? They're trying to make it like such a big deal. Yeah, they've they've done it for the last couple years, uh, Marco. If you can back me up, I don't know how long, but I think they have to do that because, like a lot of the new TV shows, they have to have like a like a starting point, I guess. Like for you know when it says like season twenty eight, episode one. Oh, like on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that when the new sense. shows yeah. come out and stuff. But I mean, it's a good way. I mean, every TV show does it, so why not do it? And just gives them another uh, you know excuse to kind of like have a special episode which is you know which is good True, but you don't think it was like overkill the way that they were like oh yeah you know, i was like I was it's like, always overkill no whatever they're talking about you know whether it's 9.99 or whether it's tout or whatever they're pimping that week yeah it was a little you know it was definitely the wild card thing i mean whatever they they just True, drum it into your card. head oh my god i forgot about wild card um, um but no, seriously, my biggest takeaway um, was that no one has ever been more scared of something than Seth Rollins is scared of The Fiend. <laughs> because, yeah. oh man, that segment, you know, I, I do not get on here and say anything poor about Seth Rollins because I, I love the man. Um, but he is, he's no, he's not winning any Academy Awards for that, <laughs> no. for that no. performance on Monday night. It was the most just uh. straight. <laughs> Yeah, um, his scream like it, it wasn't even like a fearful scream. It was just like ah, ah, <laughs> you know. And it was so it was like hard to watch for me because I'm like, why are they booking Seth to be this like cowardice, like screaming heel? And I get it, like you know, I, he kind of like freaks me out when he's on the screen a little bit, you know. And if he was up in my face and there was like crazy flashlight like shining around and that you know screeching music in the background, yeah, the atmosphere is a little bit creepy and a little bit like. But I feel like what he did last week was a little bit more appropriate, just kind of like scooting to the corner and turning his face away. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have to like, you know, go full on like, you know, haunted house mode. Yeah, I mean, it, it's they're definitely putting over the fiend as much as they can. And we saw with uh, him putting down Braun Strowman uh, yeah, with the Mandible Claw, pretty... which was pretty cool. Cool mm-hmm. visual. Uh, yeah, I don't think Seth Rollins is going to be in the next uh, Fast and the Furious movie or anything like that. So. Uh, no. we, can, we can we can close the book on that but uh i am what interested was super to see what cool was the top did you notice it sorry to cut you off but um at the beginning of the show like they had the fiend interfere with like i mean the very t- the very initial title screen yeah um, yeah yeah like that's a big deal i feel like they never like they rarely ever let anyone like edit that or mess with that and i was like very very surprised i'm like man they're going all in on this fiend thing do you think this is going to be someone on the internet said this? I forget who it was. Like they have the masks and everything and all the vignettes. And obviously this is the perfect, I mean, if you're going to do this, this is, you know, we're a couple days away here from October and spooky season, hashtag spooky season. What, mm-hmm. uh, do you think this is just going to be a Halloween like type thing? And this is going to go away after a couple months or, I mean, I don't think it will, but I mean, obviously if they're going to capitalize on it, this is the time to do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I, I definitely think they've, they've built it appropriately. It's the most over thing in WWE right now. It's the most interesting and intriguing thing that they have going on. But it was so very, very, very smart to really start to capitalize and gain momentum during this like spookier time of year where everybody's kind of in the mood for you know like horror and just Mm -hmm. kind of like scary things so i think definitely 
that that helps create the the mood and the mystique of the fiend for sure. Yeah, you had something here on the script that was interesting. What our biggest fear is? What the? It yeah, gets, you're getting kind of deep here. Well, I was just thinking, you know, because I was like, obviously, like Seth Rollins' biggest fear is, um, you know the fiend at the moment he even admitted like you know he thought he was in a nightmare and didn't wake up so i was thinking to myself like i wonder what marco and phil's biggest fear is like what what do you what, like if you were like locked in a room with something and it was like what would be the scariest thing what are oh, you most scared of i don't know if it's locked in a room but uh one one thing that always freaked me out if you go on a cruise ship and you're out on your balcony in like the middle of the night just like the the darkness of the water and how there's like there's nothing for like you can't see anything and like mm. just like falling into that and like just being in the middle of the ocean like just like basically you're in space stranded yeah, yeah. you're just like there's nothing that you can do there's nothing to hold on to oh god it's freaks me out <laughs> <laughs> it's like so dark that. have you ever been on a cruise ship like at night no it's I've never, so I've never dark been on a, a like to look out into the ocean and like you know you're in the middle of nowhere you know middle of nowhere you're just you know going between islands or something you know leaving from the yeah. east coast or something it's it's pretty freaky yeah that's pretty that that is pretty scary to think about just like being out in the middle of nothingness you mentioned space space is not my biggest fear but it's definitely something that gives me like i i don't like space movies i don't like when they're you know in spaceships like floating around i i, I don't like any of those movies what's the one with sandra bullock oh i was um, just thinking about that movie yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. Th- those the those kind of movies, like they give me the worst anxiety. Jumping like, I cannot... from like one part of the spaceship to the other, like the like, oh my fixing god, something. Yes. Oh god, yeah. And just being trapped up there in like the atmosphere and the nothingness, like that, like like it's kind of like the same mentality of like being out in the middle of the ocean. But I feel like at least in the middle of the ocean, like there's people there to help. But in space, like there's nobody there to freaking help you. You know what I mean? So like that, I I hate that stuff. Um, Marco, what would you say? Like, what's your what's something that you're super scared of? Um. Space would be one of them, definitely. Um, but actually, that movie was called Gravity. Gravity. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. What did she say? What did she say? Uh, I didn't she didn't say, say it. No, oh, okay. She didn't, she yeah. didn't know the name of it. So I, I, couldn't, I could never think of it either. Because, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Interstellar is what I, yeah. I always think it's Interstellar. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Interstellar. Yeah, I don't like that movie either. Yeah, I don't um, like that movie either. If, I mean, you're a horror movie person, so Event Horizon was a pretty scary movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've ever seen that with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. It was basically just like a ghost spaceship in space oh yeah this no, haunted, not, yeah not no me. thanks um <laughs> but yeah so um sleep paralysis is a scary thing oh my um, god marco i would not have pictured you saying sleep paralysis yeah i had it once that's why i'm freaked out by it and then they did a uh netflix documentary on it yeah uh, where people are like telling their accounts like like what they see i didn't see any like like crazy tall man creatures or anything like that but i remember like seeing like the tv on and be able to look around and all that stuff so wow. i never want to go through that again that, that was my, yeah that's that one of my fears right there yeah no it's it's the creepiest thing ever yeah don't wish sure. on <laughs> yeah i have another one when you leave your uh leftovers at a restaurant and you don't realize till you get home that's the worst that's oh my god no oh. the, the worst yeah. the worst is when you're in the car on the way home how many t- like oh, heel yeah. husband heel husband is the absolute worst like he's like i'll get the food and i'm like are you sure because <laughs> you've left more food on tables like you know and, and i hate wasting food so like yeah. i get freaking i get like pissed off i'm like i can't believe you left the food on the table especially if you know? it's like something you planned like you purposely didn't eat it all so you could like 
have oh, it like yeah. cold the oh, next yeah. morning or nothing something. nothing worse nothing yeah. worse yeah it's a big difference um, of, I would of have, fears but i would have to say um my biggest irrational fear i'm sure this is no surprise if you watch any of my instagram stories or anything but i spiders is like the one thing that like get like i cannot handle i don't care how small how big like it is something that i just i can't even watch them on movies like you know um Lord of the Rings when Frodo's getting like rolled up in that little oh. in that cocoon that in the giant spider like f that and like the forbidden forest on Harry Potter I'm like of all the things they could have been following into the forest like why the freak are they following a spider you know so yeah um yeah spiders I mean if if a spider were to land on my body I think that would be the end for me like it would just be like <laughs> it would be it would be lights out like TKO <sighs> gone you know and i i'm like i tell brett i'm like brett like i love you more than anything and i hope my mother my motherly instinct and adrenaline yeah yeah, yeah. like kicks in but if, if a spider were on you dude i don't i would be like it's <laughs> <laughs> run the opposite <laughs> way yeah i'd yeah. be like paralyzed like uh dude you know so um so i think we can equate all those things to the way that seth rollins was feeling yeah. when he was seeing the the fiend however i don't know if, if i when i saw a spider i would go ah uh, i have one ah. more irrational i have one more irrational one that you guys might be able to relate to and it's totally irrational but when i leave my son with someone like other than my parents or my wife's parents like you know that we take him to this church that my my in-laws go to and like you know they have like sunday school they're like the nicest people in the entire world but i'm always like the back of my head like Oh my god! I hope this guy is not going to molest my kid or something. You know, like I don't know these. Or do I don't, anything. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know these people, and I'm leaving my kid here, like for you know for summer camp or whatever, you know, whatever the sun, you know, summer school or whatever. Uh, and you know, he's always fine, but it's like you know, just not being able to protect your kid from something. It's like you know, I'm sure every oh, yeah. every parent probably has that fear. I don't think that's an irrational fear. No. I think that's something that all all parents feel because I'm the same way. Like, I, like I don't just leave my my kid with anyone. Like, I have I have these like friends that like will just go on like Facebook or Instagram and be like, "Can anyone babysit like Saturday <laughs> night?" I'm like, "Are you effing kidding me?" Anybody like, on Facebook, like homeless you, hobos or anybody just yeah, you know, you know, does anybody have a ten year old that can come over and just like watch <laughs> my kid? You know, like f that. You know, yeah, no yeah. no way. Maybe I'm a helicopter mom. Call me what you will. But yeah, that's definitely not something that's that's in my wheelhouse for sure. <laughs> well, uh, also on Raw, we saw Rey Mysterio become the number one contender with uh, probably the best match of the week between Raw and SmackDown in that fatal five-way. I liked that it was an uh, elimination match, and uh, I liked how they set it up. I thought you know, Robert Roode was in it for longer. There was a couple spots where you know he was about to, to lose and kind of snuck his way out of it in some heelish tactics, and I was kind of hoping to see him win as something just different, but uh, mm-hmm. it should be a good match next week with uh, Rey Mysterio taking on Seth. You know, I don't see... Seth losing, but you know something. Something's going to happen. Yeah, it's definitely just setting up some sort of shenanigans between um, Ray and the Fiend. I think it's just a, a, another um, another way for Ray to attack, or not Ray, for Bray to attack a legend, you know, and just kind of like set that precedent that like no, like you know, he doesn't want to fight Ray at Hell in a Cell. He wants to fight Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell, you know. So he's not mm-hmm. going to let Ray get in the way of that. So it's going to end you know, in some sort of, you know, strange ending, the fiend's going to appear somehow. But yeah, I think, I think up until that happens, we're going to get a really good match. I, I honestly, if I was just picking someone out of a hat, I would have not thought that Ray was going to win that match for sure. Um, so it was definitely a surprise on raw when he pulled off, pulled off the W there. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I was, I was shocked by that, but it's something, I don't think we've ever seen that match before. So it's something, Mm -hmm. something different for sure. Uh, 
Anything else from Raw before we get to SmackDown? We did, didn't we? That was when Carmella won the twenty four seven title, so that's you yeah, know, yeah. Props it's to her. Little, it's it's a little too um, it's a little bit too late though. I feel I feel like it just didn't get the love and appreciation that it should have. Um, mm. I, I like I had mentioned before. I feel like Carmella could have been the first ever women's champion. Instead, they gave it to freaking Kelly Kelly on the freaking on the Raw reunion, which meant nothing, you know, um, and then give it to Medusa uh, or Alundra, sorry, Alundra. Um, and uh, yeah, I just feel like it was a little bit too little too late, you know, and I, there was such an opportunity there for her to turn on R-Truth. And I guess now R-Truth is like helping her protect the title, you know, and I thought it would have been just a much more interesting angle um, if, if they had turned on one another, but what, what do I know? You know, um, another thing that happened was, um, did you guys see that uh, the Street Profits were announcing the Miz TV special for next week and Hulk Hogan got like booed out of the arena? Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> it was yeah. so it was so awkward like you know i mean you know most people they'll just pop anyway you know hulk hogan you know rick flair blah 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 um but yeah when they said hulk hogan there was an audible boo that happened and i was like oh ouch yeah. I'm, I'm sure the street prophets didn't like having to introduce him but uh you know yeah awkward it's like dude come on now um Can but you... yeah other than that it's pretty pretty uh standard episode of raw becky lynch you know had a, had a cool promo backstage with uh michael cole where she just talked about you know her her matches coming up and all of that and her, facing sasha and helena cell so um that's about it from Raw. Anything else that you guys can you name? Every, can you name every female twenty four seven champion? Can I? Um, I think so. Uh, Maria Canellis, Carmella, Alundra Blaze, Kelly Kelly. Oh my God! And there's one more. Yes, I knew this is the one you're gonna forget. <laughs> it was literally like I I I really like this girl. She's like uh, it's like a Kardashian kind of. Oh my gosh! Who is it? Oh, what's her name? And now I don't remember. Marco. Eve oh Michelle. Eve Michelle or something? No. Uh, <laughs> no. What's, no. What's her um, name? E, was it Eve Torres? No. Oh, it's no. Candace Michelle. Candace Michelle. Candace Michelle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Candace Michelle. Uh, yep. Yeah. I thought you were going to forget Maria Canellis because that was like, you know, it feels like it was like a year ago. That was like one oh, month ago. <laughs> how could I forget the first pregnant champion? Yeah. Sitting over true. Here? large and in charge talking about the Foley family being large and in charge chick Foley herself is over here large and in charge um so yeah (laughs) i am definitely uh i will never forget the first pregnant champion for sure um moving on to smackdown um what what did you guys take away from from smackdown other than they're really trying to push daniel bryan back into his baby face role i just there's so many bad storylines on smackdown there's so many convoluted awful storylines like what is going on like they just need to do a complete reset on smackdown once they get on fox like i can't even understand anything like now i I guess they want daniel bryan to be a face now it's like all these face and heel turns like the charlotte thing like i guess she's a face now just they're very subtly like turning people face without even like making a big deal of it or, or even like being a, like what, what not did, having any meaning. Behind yeah. It. Like, come on. It's just, just confusing. Like you really, I mean, you, people, the Dana Bryan thing could have been like a, an awesome gimmick for like years, you know, and, and you finally turn him face like, you know, two years from now and give him like another, like, you know, final run as a champ. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just convinced that Fox wants the yes chant. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm like, that's, that's the only thing I can think is I'm like, dude, Fox wants that yes chant. So they're like, give us a face 
Daniel Bryan because yeah, we we want the yes chant, you know. Yeah, we saw the, those two are going to team up uh, at Hell in the Cell against the Bludgeon Brothers, and it sounds like Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens is actually going to happen on the first episode of yeah. uh, SmackDown instead of on the pay per view, which is cool. That gives us a cool ladder match. That'll be I, I definitely I'm more excited about it as a SmackDown match than as a pay per view match. Yeah, I think so too. I definitely think it'll add something to the show. Like we, you know, we have talked about this before, like making, having meaningful matches on the show and not just like, you know, like jumbling a bunch of people together just for the sake of like making it through another week to get to the pay-per-view. Um, I think having, you know, this, this basically like contract for contract match, um, on, uh, on the first episode of SmackDown is going to be, is going to be really, really good. So we, I mean, we got Brock Lesnar, um, coming out next week, we got the four horse women um, coming out hot, which is going to be super awesome. And then, like you said, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus the Bludgeon Brothers, which is convoluted and confusing, but still, I think it'll I think it'll be entertaining. And then you have this awesome um, De- uh, C- Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon match. So I think that first episode is going to be a banger, dude. They're definitely yeah. pulling out all the guns. Yeah, I mean, what Sting's going to be there? Going to have a bunch of big, big names. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Other than that, SmackDown was kind of just uh, like a dud compared yeah. to Raw. But it sounds like, I mean, what we we got to talk about the new announced teams. So it sounds like they're shifting things pretty, pretty severely in the in the favor of SmackDown. I mean, it depends on who mm-hmm. you ask. You yeah, got, Michael Cole. Yeah, well, true. Yeah. Michael Cole, uh, Renee Young, and Corey Graves are on SmackDown. And then we get Vic Joseph. Jerry the King Lawler, which is a throwback, and then some mm-hmm. guy I've never heard of, Dio Madden. I guess he's from Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, um, I, that's what I was like. The Raw announced team is not. I mean, other than Jerry Lawler, you know, I'm just kind of like, okay, well, all right, let's see what they got. You know, um, I think NXT staying the same, right, with uh, Morrow and Beth and yep, Nigel yep. McGuinness. Yeah, dude, yeah, don't change, don't change that up. Yeah, stop. Don't change anything else about NXT. You're doing good so far. Keep it, keep it the way it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the announced teams are what they are. I, that that doesn't really bother me either one way or another. You know what I mean? I mean, I just kind of block out the commentary most of the time anyway. Speaking of commentary, getting like real quick, um, did you hear Renee? Uh, we're talking about Carmella winning the 24 7 oh. title. Did you hear when Renee told, told Graves, Graves, you can finally consummate the 24 7 title? And he replied, Oh, too late for that. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I was like, I mean, I, I was like, wait a minute, is this something that they've been talking about? And maybe I've just been missing it. Like, are they like an official couple, like out in the public, out in the open? No, you know? so, yeah, I think it was kind of like a hidden, you know, a little yeah. Easter egg type of thing. You know, I'm sure, but with Total Divas, Divas coming up, they've shown previews that like of them, you know, mm-hmm. on dates together and, and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I'm sure in the next couple of weeks, whenever that awful show comes back, we'll we'll see them uh, in their uh, non-kayfabe attires yeah oh something else we didn't mention um king corbin got a new robe and crown which was much more i feel like fitting for his character i actually i actually am really digging it you know because i was like oh my god i hate this robe this crown is so corny it's so cheesy um i mean corbin was definitely the right guy to win but he he came out this weekend like this black leather number with like this john snow-esque like fur on the shoulders and then like a really cool crown and and a solid black scepter i was like Okay, King Corbin. Yeah, I, 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 I'm feeling that. it. I'm feeling yeah. it. And then AOP was giving me like hardcore, like oh, uh, Breaking Bad, like Salamanca brother vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I feel like they like they are like the the big bad 
version of the the cousins on Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're like speaking speaking yeah. their Spanish pro, their Spanish promos and like looking at each other. And I'm like, man, they're gonna go out there and like assassinate someone, you know? Uh, but that's exact. That's all I can think about every time I see them is like they look like you know the the pumped up version, the stay puffed version of uh, the Salamanca brothers. Yeah, people were asking uh asking for a, a push for Chad Gable and he's getting it, but man, he is awful on, on promos. He is not good. Yeah. He just sounds yeah, like a needs... freaking little kid. <laughs> well, I mean, you can only be told you're like a little tiny person or a hobbit or a little kid so much before you actually start believing it. Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe yeah. he's like maybe he's like, you know, living the living the gimmick, you know? Guess so. Yeah. I mean, it is cool to see somebody, you know, different in the spotlight here and I'm sure I think they're wrestling at uh, Hell in a Cell. So we'll see. You know, I'm sure just another way to get uh, Corbin over more with uh, the haters. It's pretty crazy. I feel like Hell in a Cell has been such an afterthought in this whole this whole thing. You know what I mean? With, like, yeah, I with like, the Raw and SmackDown with, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With Raw and SmackDown and NXT and AEW and like all this stuff coming up. I feel like it's just kind of like gotten um, lost in the shuffle, you know, because I mean, what we only have like. Uh, two announced matches now, right? Like we got Seth and uh, well, whoever wins between Seth and Ray, um, Seth obviously. We got Seth and Bray at Hell in a Cell, and then we got Sasha and Becky at Hell in, in a Hell in a Cell. Um, but other than that, it's just kind of like you know, all the focus has been on all these new like season premieres and stuff. So yeah, don't anyway. forget Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus the the Bludgeon Brothers too. That's oh, yeah. on there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's on there. But still, yeah, a um, week away. We only have three matches. That's pretty crazy. Um, NXT. So let's talk about NXT. Uh, they are next week is the first week that AEW is going to be live on television, and NXT is like pulling out all the stops. Like they're basically like giving us like a mini takeover next Wednesday. So yeah, it's a great card. I mean, yeah, I don't know who's going to win this, you know, ratings war. My money is on NXT because they got like over a million viewers last week. You know what I mean? Like 1.1 million views. And I'm like, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Or yeah. NXT, something that like nobody, no, no mainstream person has really ever had exposure to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, they've been pulling out all the stops and I just like the production. Like it's still, uh, like the graphics are cool. Like they're doing like the moving graphics where they, you know, mm-hmm. the next week uh, Dakota Kai is coming and she's like, you know, the old like Attitude Era like graphics come up. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great it's a great card. I mean, we can run it down real quick and then we'll run down the uh, AEW. Uh, DC. Uh, are they calling it Dynamite? Is that the name of the show for sure? Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. All, that's an awful Dynamite. name. Just call it AEW. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, it's AEW on TNT. There's a lot of lot of letters floating around there. Then we got NXT on USA or WWE NXT on USA. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> you Acronyms, know? pal. Acronyms, pal. <laughs> yeah, so, I think the biggest thing we have um, is at, uh, Matt Riddle won a number one contenders match uh, to face Adam Cole for the NXT title on. Um, on this little takeover light, as I will call it. So on next week's, um, on next week's takeover or next week's takeover, next week's NXT. Um, and that is going to be a banger Ooh, of yeah. a match. You I'm know, surprised they didn't gonna... save that for a takeover, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. 
Oh yeah, you know, like I said, you know they're gonna put that on there when it's going up against AEW just to like pull pull in the ratings and pull in the viewership and things like that. But um, speaking of Adam Cole, we have a little giveaway that we're doing over on the Chick Foley Instagram. So I have a quick trivia question for all you guys listening to this show right now. Um, who did Adam Cole defeat to win his first Ring of Honor World Championship? Mm. Okay. Yeah, so who did Adam Cole defeat to win his first Ring of Honor World Championship? And the first person to DM me the answer to the Chick Foley Instagram is going to win a MOC Elite 71 Adam Cole figure, baby. Yes, do, so, not, send, do not send the answers to the Twitter account. It's Sheena's yeah. Instagram account, please. Yeah. At, I want at somebody to Chick win. Foley. Yes, at Chick Foley. I would hate for you to lose just because you didn't follow instructions. So yes. make sure you, you uh, send us all that as soon as you can. Obviously, right now, get your fingers typing if you know the answers. Um, and yeah, that's your trivia giveaway. So we're going to be doing this throughout the next couple of weeks, doing dropping little t- trivia for you guys um, and giving away some figures for all you guys that faithfully and loyally listen to the show we love you guys and you guys always share on social media and we're so grateful so um that's your that's your this week's trivia good luck everybody so do we have three title matches at cole riddle for the uh nxt title and then obviously undisputed era versus street profits for the for the nxt tag belts is baszler versus the that's a title match too right yeah yeah wow mm-hmm. yeah this is gonna yeah. be i mean i don't know how anyone's going to uh, I I got a ticket free from one of our uh, Patreon subscribers on our Shout Facebook TJ TJ McKea, who uh, his uh, wife is pregnant, so congrats to them, Mazel Tov. And uh, he had an extra ticket that he wasn't going to use and just didn't want it to go to waste, so he just gifted it to your boy. So uh, I'm going to try to go down there after work on Wednesday. It's not too far of a drive to DC. That'll uh, be so awesome if you get to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see it being a problem unless uh, you know, got to pick the kid up or something. But uh, yeah, it's uh, a pretty good card as well. But I mean, this NXT show, I think, is just going to. I, I don't know. It's going to be close. What do you think, Marco? I think you know, people tuning in for the first time are going to want to see AEW. We're going to get a lot of people, you know, changing back and forth. That's for sure. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be. I actually think they might get the higher of the ratings just because it's their first show and people want to see. Maybe not in the first hour, but the, if they're going to do the first hour, second hour thing. Yeah. Um, I think AEW I think this is the first edge them out a little bit. Yeah, I think this is the first yeah. week where both hours are going to be on um, USA. Yeah, so I think I think that I think it's just going to be like a AEW by a little bit just because it's the newer product out, out of the two and people want to see what's going on with it. Yeah. Um, and the matches are pretty decent um, for what I see. They're not, I mean, if you're familiar with like the AEW guys, um, but I, I think they, I think they might edge it out a little bit. I could be wrong, but I think cause it's a new, new thing, more people may be interested yeah. in it just to see what it looks like. True. True. But I just feel like with the WWE branding and the WWE name, I think, uh, you know, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be close, but I think NXT is going to pull it off. This week's NXT was freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys get a chance to watch? Oh, oh of course, man. Yes. My, yeah, uh, my twin uh... was, was wrestling that and I had to watch it. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, you know, I, I love me some freaking Shoemaker and he has been, <laughs> I listen to his show every week. He's one of my favorite writers. Like, I just, I love him. And he just, he dotes on Keith Lee like he is just some freaking prodigal son you know and i was always like what keith lee like i don't understand like i don't i don't get it you know and i have watched him in nxt and you know there was just nothing that like stood out and then like i get it 
like now I am like sold on Keith Lee. I'm like, okay, this is what, this is what Shoemaker was talking about, you know, because he would just keep putting him over and keep putting him over. And he fought um, Dominic Dijakovic. That's a mouthful um, this week. And you guys, it was, it was insane. It was like insane in the membrane. Like I was just like watching it with my mouth wide open. It was an instant classic. And if you haven't seen it out there, you definitely need to go back to this week's um, episode of NXT. It's the first match, I believe. Yeah, yep, it's the first, very match. first match. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah it's yeah, uh, at, it's on Hulu. If you if anyone missed it, you can catch up on yeah. Hulu. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a uh, he's a big sized man that can pull off some like luchador like moves. You're in, you're pretty not lying. insane. Yeah, three hundred three hundred and forty yeah. pounds. That corkscrew over the top rope. I was just gonna I was say like, that was the what? that was the killer. Um, yeah. I was, I was more impressed with the spin kick that he did, and he landed perfectly and didn't stumble once when they did that like little spot at the beginning in the middle mm-hmm. of the ring. Yeah, that was that was impressive to me. And then the moon small south from the uh, second rope, it landed perfect. It was like a it was like a ten. Nailed it. I mean, just like laid out flat, like it just like it was so effortless, you know. Um, and something else that was cool about this match is that they put a graphic up with like wins and losses. I'm like, oh, so we're doing we're doing that now. You know what I mean? Like they're they're keeping up. Um, I guess uh, Dijakovic had was uh, one and one, and so oh he, uh, yeah, I did see that. It had like the yeah. uh, the height and weight and all that, like kind of tail of the yeah, tape. Yeah, and it, that was it cool. Told, like what what type of wrestling style they had and things yeah, like, like that. that. So yeah, it was really cool. And I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I sold, I'm a body in to Keith Lee uh, just by watching that match. I mean, he did a leapfrog over a six, seven man. Yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this Dijakovic guy is, I mean, he, he could look, could be like a, I could see him as like a heat, like a monster, like main event heel. He looks, he looks the part. He like mm-hmm. has the size that you want from those guys that we, you know, we're, we're kind of missing on the main event roster right now. So, uh, definitely, sure. definitely a good show, and I'm excited to see how those two go up against each other. Let's run down the uh, the card for AW Dynamite. Uh, have it here. It looks like it's going to be Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and two mystery partners, aka LAX, who we already know. You know, is there any doubt it's going to be them? I mean, they've already kind of spoiled this. <laughs> Could be the Dark Order. You never know. Oh, oh my God. God. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. No, <laughs> that would be a good way to get heat. I mean, if you want to get extra heat on, on your boy Jericho as a, as True. a heel. Yeah. That's not that's not good heat, though, I feel like. No. Yeah, that's go away heat. That's bad heat. That's yeah. The, yeah, that's the go away heat. You said over, did you say overweight heat or go away heat? Uh, <laughs> overweight, yeah. Over, that's ice cream heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, microwave, yeah that's, that's microwave pizza heat. Chicken sandwich heat. <laughs> Um, no, go away, Heat. Go away, Heat. Um, what else we got on the card? Cody versus Sammy Guevara, who a lot, mm-hmm. some people are picking an upset here to kind of put him over and, you know, be probably smart of Cody to give a – that's the opening match uh, of the night. So maybe they're going to try to so- showcase Sammy as kind of like an up-and-coming guy because, mm-hmm. you know. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, we could say that with any Cody match. Obviously, he's the name that everyone knows, and he's you know obviously owns the company. But – uh We'll see. And then we have Rio versus Nyla Rose for, for the AEW Women's Championship. Yeah. Yep. Fake oh, fake, fake Kyrie <laughs> Sane versus fake Nia Jax. Yeah. Yep. Nobody uh, uh. nobody cares about that. And then uh, <laughs> I think I think it's uh, MJF is in like a squash match against uh, some, some dude I've never heard of, Brandon Cutler or something. 
Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. I have seen him. Yep. Yep. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm going to watch both, Um, obviously, just so, like, I want to see what it looks like, what it's all about. I'm I'm all in to watch it. Um, No pun intended. But, um, yeah, I definitely feel like if I if I could only watch one. I feel like I would watch NXT. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's 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 where my heart is. Me too. Um, also, I have uh, American Horror Story on Wednesday nights oh too. Oh my god! Like, Don't get me started on that show, god. man. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Do you really? You show. guys both yeah, love but, that show, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Every season, I haven't dropped out of one yet. I feel oh, like it's really? always See, I, it's I always like out of hotel. it's always like four See, episodes like too long. You think you think it's always what? I just feel like it's just like kind of like it's a cool story, and then it's like they have to make too many episodes or something, and it just gets like a couple of the I seasons have been that. good, and then like it just gets like the one there in the insane asylum was good, and then it just gets oh, yeah. like like really like they just like okay, we got to do something else. We still have four more episodes to write. Uh, let's just make the make, make them ghosts or something. Like it just it never ties in together. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. I dropped out after Hotel, and I haven't watched anything. Like I think there was like an apocalypse season afterwards, oh, yeah. and like wow. something. Yeah, that one. Uh huh. That's a, miss- that was like the best season. Oh really? See, I'll have to go back. I mean, I have it on. Yeah, that- I have it on demand, but I need to go back and watch because yeah, I just yeah. kind of lost interest. Like I I didn't hate Hotel, but it just didn't keep it just didn't keep me interested. So I just kind of like it just fell off my radar. But then this 1984 business, like that's yeah. right in my freaking wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Like a campy, like like serial killer, murderer, like dude out in the woods. That that's I was all in for that. You know, and they used Billie Eilish on like their promotional song for it. So I was like, okay, yeah. so. How was the Done. second episode? I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. Okay. I'm gonna, Me I'm, neither. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but I watched the first one, and it definitely set the set the expectation that I had for it, like being very, like I said, kind of campy and like had that that whole vibe about it. But I think it's gonna be really good. Cool. Yeah, let's uh, let's do a watch along with that or something. That's uh... for sure. Maybe that could be our Halloween episode. We yeah, discuss, exactly. We could discuss uh, American Horror Story 1984. All right. So. Uh, mm-hmm. End of an era. We are are done with SmackDown a couple on of eras, Tuesday yeah. nights. Tuesday. It's been since 2016 we've had SmackDown live on Tuesday nights. So uh, interesting, huh? Yeah. The you know it's it's we've had some of the best stretch of wrestling. Uh, you know, it's, it was like the stretch from the brand split to WrestleMania 33 was like some of the most consistently great runs of wrestling over the past 10 years. I mean, it was so good. So many iconic moments happened on SmackDown and especially after the brand split first happened and like SmackDown was really on the, on the up and up, you know, I mean, they even beat raw in the ratings um, like that, like once or twice. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know? And you had like heel or a uh, baby face Shane and baby face Daniel Bryan, like running, running the show against Stephanie and Mick Foley. And it was just like, so awesome, you know? And so that's the, we're at the end of an era here. You know, we had, what was it? It was on Thursday nights before, right? It was pre-recorded, Yep. And then yep. it was on Thursday nights and then it moved to. <clears throat> Wasn't it Wednesdays on too? Night. I feel like it was on Wednesdays too. When it first, first started. I can't remember SmackDown on Wednesdays. Hmm. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe that was during my, my dark, my dark period of wrestling. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really cool to, to have it live. Um, I'm excited to see how they do it on Friday night. It does kind of like, just feel like it's, um, I don't know. I feel like it kind of splits the wrestling week up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it makes it kind of difficult to, keep up with everything but i'm excited i'm open-minded to it um but yeah we have we have a couple of 
crazy era is coming to an end here. We say rest in peace to NXT on the WWE Network um, and the end of SmackDown Live on Tuesday. So, um, Marco, do you have any like memorable moments that stick out to you from this SmackDown Live era from 2016 to now? Oh, of course it has to be the uh, the ill-fated talking smack after uh, the SmackDown episode and the uh, the uh, the rise of the Miz. Oh the, yeah, uh, on the uh, talking smack, that was like where he really, you got to see the true, true like heel Miz and yes. uh, the whole heat with him and Daniel Bryan. Daniel that Bryan. that that really like, yeah, that was awesome. That really um that really pushed the uh, uh SmackDown live along. I think with, it, with those who are going at it. I loved talking smack. I thought that I thought it was so awesome. I can't believe they just kind of like cut it after. I mean, it was it was very short lived. I don't know how many weeks. It was on, but um, I actually enjoyed it. Did you like Talking Smack? I, I did. I thought it was a cool idea, and it felt like pretty authentic. And like I liked Daniel Bryan in that role with Renee Young. They kind of played off mm-hmm. each other really well. Yeah, I, I would hope they would bring that show back. Hopefully, whatever this FS1 studio show is, uh, which I guess Renee is going to host with some other people, it's going to be kind of like a recap show. Hopefully, it's more similar to that and not kind of like super kayfabe and like mm-hmm. just like – super fake like you know there's there's a way to do it right but it's kind of a fine line but uh yeah right. that that's that was one of the highlights for me too from those smackdown years marco can you find out when uh if you if people miss the AEW show where can you watch that obviously nxt we can watch on hulu is there is that going to be on the bleacher report app like I, I they've never really told us i mean people really watch stuff live anymore so i don't know unless you record it like for me i don't have cable so if i if I want to watch that, how do I, you know, how do we watch this AEW show after, after it airs, you know? Maybe on the fight app. I don't know. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think, I think they had, I'll look it up. I think it was IPTV for like the UK viewers. Um, I think did, they're not going to be able to see it that night. Did you hear about that? About the UK people being up in an uproar because, um, what's it called? I, ITV? Um, IPTV or something IPTV, like that. IPTV, yeah, whatever their their big network is over there that's going to be showing AEW. I guess they had told everyone that it was going to be free. You know, like they're going to get to watch it. It's, it's included in their in their cable packages and stuff. But then they came out this week and said it's going to cost four ninety nine, oh, um, which you know, I mean, doesn't seem like that much, but it's still just like kind of crappy for the people. Like they told them that they were going to it was going to be free, and like all of a sudden they're like, you know what, psych, we're going to get you super hype, but but it's going to cost four ninety nine. You know. So there was a there was a lot of people over in the UK. I saw a, a thread uh, that was under the article stating that, and they were like, you know, pissed off. Yeah, it's that it does suck. I mean, cable companies are just the worst. I'm so ready for people to be able to all cut the cord and just like yeah, get, we've get cut rid the cord. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a joke. I mean, it's paying that much for cable when you don't watch more than like ten of the channels. But yeah, yeah. it's like it's like legal robbery at this point. Um, but yeah, there, there's been some really super awesome moments on, on SmackDown. I mean, you remember Randy Orton burning down the Bray Wyatt compound? Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> listen, you can, you can, it, it was kind of a crazy, it didn't end well, you know, the WrestleMania match, it was okay, but it was still kind of weird. But like that moment was actually kind of badass. I was like, okay, Randy Orton just burned down Bray Wyatt's house. You know, um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, we, we saw the, de- the debut of Shinsuke Nakamura, yep. the debut of Finn Balor, um, Daniel Bryan 
beating uh, AJ for the title, uh, when AJ beat Gender to become the, the WWE champ. I mean, there's been so many awesome moments. Um, the unveiling of the Eco title, you know, I mean, that was a moment for me because I was like, oh, my God, this is like, this is the title that was meant for me, <laughs> you know, the Eco title. Yeah, I'm excited about the future of SmackDown. I feel like it it's could possibly be positioned as the a show now with uh the announcers they have with some whatever the talent mm-hmm. they end up getting with the, obviously brock lesnar coming there possibly uh it'll be fun to watch but uh, uh we uh the sheena myself and marco have talked about when we're going to record the show we're going to play around some with some stuff but it probably is going to be on uh tuesday nights as of right now and we'll try mm-hmm. that it's just tough with raw on mondays and smackdown on fridays and then we have sandwiched in the middle nxt and uh, AEW. So we're going to play around with stuff now. So we'll probably record Tuesday and then we'll get stuff out to you on Wednesday. That's probably the best day for any kind of like uh, mm-hmm. pay-per-view recaps and pay-per-view previews. So uh, uh, stay tuned though. We'll see how uh, things work out. It's a fluid situation. Yeah, it's fluid. We're, we're nice and fluid over here. Yeah, we're fluid. Well, <laughs> let's, let's, get, awesome. let's get into our Go Figure segment. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, folks, we do it every single week. This is our Go Figure segment. This is where myself, Sheena, and Marco let you know what items we have purchased uh, as far as wrestling figures, memorabilia, uh, and everything in between. So uh, be sure to follow along. And if you want to tell us what you have purchased, uh, be, be sure to share your photos with us on Twitter and Instagram. We love to see that kind of stuff, anything you pick up, anything you find out in the wild. But... Uh, I'll let Marco go first. Marco, did you pick anything up this week? Um, after the after the uh, the high of getting those Ghostbuster figures, I didn't think it could <laughs> get any better um, this week. But um, I actually just today, I because I came home late today, I didn't get to post it. And I'll post it tomorrow. I actually got my my um, Triple H and Finn Balor Ultimate Edition figures Ooh. in the mail. Oh, nice! Today, From Ringside so. Collectibles. Oh, ringside collectibles, Chick Foley called ten percent yes. all day. Um, yeah, definitely those. I, I I opened the boxes to see what they had there. They look fantastic, and uh, can't wait to open them up because I know there's some people out there that are not going to open those boxes. But since <laughs> I'm on a since I'm on a uh, on a run, <laughs> they have to be opened. <laughs> yeah, those ultimate editions. They're they're meant to be played with and open, man. Because they they're just like they're like little display statues. They're like amazing. So yeah, I'm excited to see. I don't have those in hand yet, so I'm excited to see what they look like when you unbox them. Oh yeah, they they are cool looking, and they, the way the boxes are set up, I've heard some people say that you can kind of open them up and still put them back into the plastic if you want to display. Oh yeah, them. yeah. Uh, so that's you cool. don't you don't have to destroy the box for the ultimate editions like yeah. you do some other <laughs> some other figures. Yeah, you don't have to open them like uh, Zack Ryder does and just tear them to pieces like a, like a Wolverine. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's how I like to open them. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, anything else, Marco? Besides those two? Uh no, I'm just. Striking out left and right for those uh, Survivor Series figures, um, as well as the uh, Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville. I actually, um, I think I messaged Sheen about this about uh, Target. So one of the targets in my area, um, Pop Finder, seventeen, seventeen. That's a good it's sign. Up in the morning, right? Check later on at night. Six oh. drops down to six. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. I was like I was like, something either like they mess up on the inventory or yeah. someone found out and just ran there and bought everything that was there. And they're probably all new figures. But 
I'm very upset I didn't go early enough. I wonder how these yeah. how Pop Finder these websites like find that find the uh, stock for these stores. I'm sure the stores don't really like people like knowing what they have coming in because they get bombarded. Oh with yeah, people. I'm sure it's super annoying. It's for, scalpers hanging out, for, yeah. waiting around. Yes. Well, you know those people, those kind of people, they they know the deal anyway. Like they like have friends that work in the back. It was like that in Hawaii, really bad because everybody knew each other. It was such a small island. Um, but yeah, like people knew what time the trucks got there, what day the trucks got there, and all those things. So. Yeah. Um, same here. We were, we've been on the hunt for Sonia and Liv and we stopped by several targets. The baby face and heel husband actually went out, um, the other morning looking because like the, the, uh, tracker showed there was like 17 elites and they were like, dude, surely to God, like, you know, there's gotta be something. No, no. It was like a tugboat Thomas, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it was just like craziness. Um, there, no- nothing that we needed. And also, Something to look for too, um, depending on you know whether you're MOC or whether you're a loose collector. Um, if you're a loose collector, this is definitely going to be important to you. But the Sonia Deville, you know, the initial run that came out with her, they didn't have the skirt. Like it was like a an error in distribution. Mm. She didn't have her little skirt on underneath. Um, but they did a you know they did another launch of them, a re-release, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they they have a second run that does have the skirt. So if you are a loose collector, especially you want to look for the lid that's in the box. And if you can see her legs, because the ones that came out in the initial run, the robe is like pulled all the way down and you can't see her legs. Do you know what I mean? So you yeah. can't see any skin, but it, the second run that it's kind of the, the robe is a little bit hiked up and you can see just a little bit of her thighs. Ooh, those yeah. are the, those are, yeah, I know. Woo-hoo. Um, those are the second run figures and those, uh, have the skirts, in, with them you know but i guess if you're if you're moc it doesn't really matter either way because you're not going to see the skirt regardless but definitely for loose collectors who are looking to pull those babies out of the box you want to make sure you're looking for if she's got if you can see her legs yep. grab her off the pegs there you go <laughs> most, i like that yeah i do like yeah. that most wrestling figure collectors don't see any kind of legs so this is a welcome change <laughs> yes this is very true um, <laughs> actually i have one more thing i totally forgot i purchased oh nice i purchased a Andre the Giant Legends Edition <gasps> off of our Facebook group. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, totally. I, 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 that's pretty bad that I buy so many figures. I forgot to actually purchase that. Um, it was li- literally after the um, the show uh, that we did for the uh, for the team for the the draft. Mm-hmm. I uh, message. Uh, I message. I was like, "Hey, do you still have that Andre available?" And uh, Mister Hale Husband was like, "Yes, I do. It's all <laughs> yours." And uh, we just went back and forth and. That's on its way, actually. Yeah, the heel husband has been uh, slinging some figs. He he mailed everything out today. Uh, but I mean, yeah, he he's been working his butt off in the, in the Mark Cave, like getting everything sorted and bagged and uh, posted and everything. So yeah, shout out to the heel husband for for all his hard work because he's been he's been doing the damn thing. And there's a there is a ton. Oh my god, like the 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 box, the bin that has all the sale figures in it. Like it is like overflowing. We have to get another sold bin. Like heel husband's being ruthless with these like selections. I'm like, holy crap! Like this is crazy. I can't believe all these figures are are going. You know? Oh, that's awesome. How many uh, how many total are you guys selling on the uh, Facebook group? Uh, I mean, there's at least I mean, there's at least 300 on the chopping block. Um, wow. Possi- possibly more. I mean, that was that was 300 in our initial count. Um, and we're going through and fine tuning and you know combing through everything. So it's possibly more um, that are getting posted up. Yeah, we post them to the Facebook 
the Facebook group first to let um, you know our, our VIP Chick Foley fam get first dibs on all that, and then we put them on the Instagram and Instagram stories. Very nice, yeah. Check it out. The figure, the Toyotathon Figathon is going on yeah. right now on our Facebook group. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you talked about the Survivor Series figures. Those are actually they showed up on the Walmart website, like here and there. A bunch of people that I know were able to buy them and get them sent to the store. And now people are finding them in the stores in Walmart's here locally. Uh, looks like the code to use it on Brick Seat Seek is zero eight seven one six two three five six so make sure you put the dashes in between uh the uh, the numbers there at zero eight seven dash one six dash two three five six and uh, you can find the survivor series they should be hitting stores all over uh the next week or so yeah we were able to grab the shinsuke nakamura thank uh Thanks to our buddy Tommy Slav on Instagram. Um, his name, you're, you're going to love his Instagram name. He's a loyal, a loyal, awesome Chick Fil A follower. Um, <laughs> but he's his his Instagram name leaves something to be desired. All the underscores. I mean, it's like so long. It's Tommy underscore Slav underscore WWE underscore Figs with a Z underscore N underscore Tings. Jeez, Tommy, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> yeah. That's one of so, my one of my we're talking about worst fears. That's one of my worst fears. Having the having it <laughs> uh, he's got a good amount of followers, so good for him. Yeah, having to have an Instagram name with seven underscores in it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of my most irrational fears. Uh, but yeah, but he did hit us up first thing. He was like, guys, like, you know, they're on Walmart, and I was hoping to be able to grab uh Shinsuke and the uh, uh, Don Morocco, but Sure, sure enough, that was already sold out. So we did get Shinsuke in his Isaac Yankum gear from Survivor Series when he was wearing his his blue <laughs> his blue scrubs at, when he was wrestling. Um, but uh, yeah, that that figure we're gonna unbox it. It's actually pretty freaking dope. I'm I'm excited to have Shinsuke in the blue. Very nice. Yeah, and um, we talked about Liv Morgan and uh, Sonya Deville. Those are hitting targets with Elite sixty nine, I believe it is. So. Uh, now, as we get closer to the holidays here, we're hoping we get more and more stock of stuff coming into stores. Um, should be coming pretty soon. Uh, I didn't really purchase anything, I don't think, this week. I feel like, what did I get? Oh, I got uh, the Defining Moments Chris Jericho with the two belts. Undis- nice. With the Undisputed, like uh, when he won both belts at the pay-per-view, whatever that was. And mm-hmm. uh, the Ric Flair Defining Moments with the, uh, the, the bluish-purplish robe, I believe, was... His final match at WrestleMania against Shawn Michaels, uh, which was a banger too, and I got from our buddy Paul on the on the Facebook group. He was selling some Hasbro's, and I got the uh, Silver Shades Bret Hart. I don't Bret know if Hart, I talked about yeah. that last week, but uh, I'm now three Hasbro's away from the uh, complete collection, uh, not counting the uh, the mail away expensive away. ones. F that, yeah. I'm not doing that. Um, and uh, that's about it. I Oh, actually, I, I messaged you guys the address I'm going to tomorrow because I'm picking up uh, somebody posted on uh, Facebook. They were selling a bunch of old WWF uh, VHSs, and I've, I've been in the hunt for a collection. I want to frame them up uh, from, like, you know, the early 90 years, and they this guy had, like, everything in a, in a huge lot of like you know db like royal rumble from like 90 to like 99 like every one of them and then every survivor series and every wrestlemania so i was like oh my god had to play it cool on the uh the old facebook messenger but uh i'm gonna meet up with him tomorrow so if you if i don't tweet anything after like two o'clock yeah uh, take just, some pepper spray make sure you have your location services turned on your phone yeah I won't uh, wear, i'm not gonna wear anything yeah. sexy yeah don't yeah, wear, don't wear anything <laughs> sexy yeah 
for oh, for sure. Um, the heel husband. So we had a couple more things. The heel husband um, picked up Elite Five Vladimir Kozlov. I was oh, like, wow. how deep cut? How deep cut? How random? I was like, oh okay. Um, so he he got that. He picked it up loose, and then our buddies over at ringside sent over a, an amazing haul. We got Elite Seventy One, um, and the new belt pack, which is super cool. And then we got the uh, ringside exclusive Andrade. Cian Almas. So, I mean, there's so much unboxing that's going to be happening over here Ooh. on the uh, on the uh, Chick Fol in the Chick Foley house, and we're going to post those up on our Patreon page and uh, on our uh, on the YouTube. So, stay tuned for that because we have lots of shit. I mean, I'm going to be unboxing for days, and I still have to unbox the Ghostbusters, guys. I have so much. I'm Come so behind. On. What are you doing? This is this is the only <laughs> thing you should be focused on. Come on. I'm ha- I'm hashtag with a kid. That is, yeah. you know, um, I love to unbox, but then you know Brett's taking all the like spare hands and like you know swallowing them and like putting them oh. you know, different places. You know, it's That's like oh god, yeah. No, he's actually been pretty good about not putting anything. You know, what I'm saying he had a he had a period of his life where he was like everything that he touched was like straight into the mouth. He's he's over that for now, thank God. But yeah. Um, those little hands are a choking hazard for, for all the small people. I do want to put over our, my buddy's uh, Facebook group, which is also a great follow, and uh, you can sign up for that. It's called Fandemonium, so kind of like Pandemonium, uh, but F-A-N at the beginning. And uh, our buddy Andy Brown, who's actually the one person that bought the – he bought the Lex Luger USA Hasbro out from under uh, our buddy Zach Ryder. So uh, he's a big-time collector. Started this group up as just uh, kind of similar to our Facebook group, but they do a lot more like raffles and uh they have a lot of old ljns and stuff people like just kind of selling doing some raffles of older stuff so it's a nice group to follow check them out um it's on facebook and uh, i definitely highly recommend it uh we, we didn't touch on something that i really want to touch on from earlier i knew you were about to bring this up i was just about to bring this up and i, I think it's what you're gonna say so are you gonna talk about your your homeboy my buddy john morrison coming back yeah yes yeah. how'd you yeah. know I- I don't know. I just had I had an itch. I was like, oh my god, Phil didn't bring up John Morrison. Yeah, what, I don't know how I let that slip. But one of my favorite, most underrated wrestlers of all time, John Morrison, returning, I guess, to the WWE. He hasn't been there since 2011, I believe, was the last time, and I, I think he's now re-signed with the company. Uh, just real quick, because I don't want to spend too much time on it. How, what do you think his role is going to be? Do you think? He's going to be an NXT kind of uh, guy putting over some of the younger guys. You think he's going to be a main event, main roster guy? What, what do you think? See, I'm not, um, I'm not like, I don't know uh, John Morrison's full catalog of work because that was kind of during my dark, uh, my dark ages of wrestling. Like I've talked about before, kind of like that period where I was like, you know, not, not doing the damn thing. So um, I, but from everything that I know about him, to me, I feel like he would have an awesome place in NXT to be like, you know, upper, upper mid card and then possibly into, into championship, you know, picture. But I feel like a guy like that on the main roster is just going to kind of get lost in the shuffle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, like a Shelton Benjamin kind of guy, a little bit, maybe a little yeah. more high profile. I mean, he could, I mean, best case scenario, maybe be like a Rey Mysterio is on the main roster and like, you know, he's here, he's in some high profile matches, but in the end he's really just, there to put over the Samoa Joes and some of the other guys, but uh, I mean, there's yeah, some there's, there's some no, good matches I could see him with with main main event main roster guys. There's just like well, you know, the cool thing now is like there's no um, 
there's no shade going on NXT. No, you're, no. you're on you're, yeah. you're on TV. You know what I mean? You're you're like it's not like just being on the WWE network, which was badass enough. I mean, we love NXT for everything that it was on the WWE network, but now that it's on USA, I mean, I feel like going there is just like having a third brand. Like you talk, you know, like we talked about before, like Raw, SmackDown, NXT. It's all an equal playing ground. You know. That is true. That is cool about the move to USA. It's like, you know, there's it's just another way place for them to showcase people and not have it as like a developmental anymore, you yeah. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's funny cuz I, w- I was just thinking like uh, it's funny that you and I were both in tune. I was <laughs> like, "Dude, we did not talk about this." And I know this is like Phil's thing. I mean, I, I posted it in our Facebook group earlier today and I tried to tag you, but for whatever reason it wouldn't let me tag you, but I was just going to be like, "Dude, your your boy, he's back." <laughs> coming home, prodigal he's son. The prodigal, yeah. the pro- my son returns. My son returns. All right, let's. Uh, I think that's all of our uh, our figures. Uh, I didn't purchase anything else, but uh, if you are going to purchase some figures, you definitely want to do them at Ringside Collectibles, like our buddy Marco just did. Use code Chick Foley, you get ten percent off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still working to get that eleven percent off code. Uh, yep. If you guys are listening at Ringside, hook us up, and uh, that would be pretty cool. But let's get into our random merch of the week. Yeah, random merch of the week. Uh, this segment is sponsored by Pro Wrestling Tees, so you can go over to Pro Wrestling Tees and check out all of the awesome random Chick Foley merch over there. We have some really awesome T-shirt designs and stuff, so check it out. They do lots of promos and sales, and um, you know, just type Chick Foley into the search bar, and all of our stuff will come up. But today, we are talking about um, our random merch of the week. It's a vintage. Hulk Hogan lot. So I don't know if this was part of some like promotional deal or something you bought and it came with like this package of stuff, but it's actually pretty cool. There is a Titan sports bandana. Mm. So it's like a Hulkster rules, red bandana with, um, you know, yellow print. Uh, it's got like the, the old school WWF logo on it and stars and it says Hulkster rules. And then there's a sticker book with him wearing this exact, uh, bandana. And it's got like all these like, you know, Hulk Hogan WWF stickers and the coolest part of this lot is that there is this light switch cover and it's got a what appears to be like almost like an LJN-esque Hulk Hogan figure on top of the light switch so you just turn your light on and off you move Hulk up and down right so you just grab Hulk and like switch him up and down Um, and it's super super cool the the lot is listed for $44 US with um, $14.20 shipping it doesn't oh it has a make offer um, button so you can make an offer but I think 40 44 is a little steep for my blood but that that switch is pretty damn cool. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. If you're a hardcore Hogan collector, I could see it, you know? Yeah, for sure. But my 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 quandary is with all those kind of things, right? Like, I always get hung up. Like, those stickers and stuff, like, they're cool to have. But, like, I will never open that, you know? Yeah, because it's just true. like, I'm like, it's made, I'm like, it's made it this long. Like, I can't open it. I, I mean, I have a vintage coloring book, you know, like the WWF coloring books that came with, like, the little markers and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so cool. I would love to open it up and, like, see what all's in there. But I can't make myself do it. And you guys know me. I open everything. But I'm just like, it's been in the pack this long. It's so pristine. If I open it, like, it's just going to be, like, loose crap. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It's, yeah, it's lasted, you know, what, 20, 30 years already. Like, you yeah. can't, you know, it's, it's 
the luster yeah. is once you, once you once you open it like the the luster of it is gone you know it just becomes, yeah you get like becomes that something minutes, else sitting around the house exactly you get like that two minutes of gratification where you're like whoa this is so cool and then yeah it just becomes clutter you know whereas like when it's all in the plastic and it's you know it's like a display piece you know you could actually have it up and like have it as a display piece um but yeah the i wouldn't mind having that hogan switch for the baby faces room because it is pretty cool despite what all the people on raw might have you think <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so. that i don't know what that was where, where was raw on monday it was uh usually i mean usually hogan gets pops no matter where they are i know i don't know where it was i can't i can't remember off the top of my head but wherever it was maybe it was in pittsburgh was it in pittsburgh they're uh, they're pretty would, they're pretty yeah they're pretty awful there repugnant yeah. audience over in pittsburgh no, no shade eat. to any of our foley fam in pittsburgh <laughs> they're probably all eating those donut chicken sandwiches pittsburgh people Listen. Sad about donut, their Steelers being zero and three. That donut chicken sandwich. If, if you're gonna mourn mourn your football team sucking, uh, that's a good way what to do it. Way. It, yeah. it was it was pretty good. Carbs and fat and friedness. Like yes, please. A lot of good things there. A lot of good things in that mm-hmm. sentence. Uh, let's mm-hmm. move on to our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is I don't know what happened on this episode, but you have to fill me in. SmackDown Live from July nineteenth, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, so you know, um, typically I, I pick a specific match from um, from a card somewhere along the way, depending on what's going on. I try to like, you know, cue it into what's going on. But I really just like this whole episode is something to go and watch because it was that that July nineteenth, two thousand sixteen. That was the first day that SmackDown Live premiered uh, live on. Um, on USA, and that's the day that they did the draft, um, and it was really cool. You know, like I said, you had you had uh, Shane and Daniel Bryan drafting for the SmackDown team. You had uh, Mick and Stephanie drafting for the Raw team. Seth Rollins was the first overall pick uh, in the draft, and then it's really cool to see how the landscape of the company has changed so much in this last like three four years. You know, um, because Dean was the second was the second draft uh, to SmackDown and he was the WWE champ at the time. I mean, he's not even in the company anymore. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's, he's already gone. um, And he was like the, the most over thing in the, in the entire company at that point in time. So uh, that's when we also saw Finn make his main roster debut. They, they drafted Finn Balor to uh, raw. So, and I mean, the pop was just insane for, for Finn Balor. And you had like, you had the like matches, like, Wyatt's versus the New Day, and it was like the Wyatt's. It was uh, Luke Harper, uh, or no, was it Rowan? It was either Rowan or Harper. I can't remember Rowan or Harper. And but Braun Strowman was in the Wyatt family yeah. at, at that time, um, and they were facing off against the New Day. You had John Cena versus AJ Styles, so it was just like a really cool time um, in wrestling. So that whole that whole episode will make you like really nostalgic. So. Definitely go back and check out that initial episode of SmackDown Live from July 19, 2016. Yeah, I, have, I have a tidbit of that episode, actually. I was at that taping. I was at, um, oh, wow. I was in Worcester. No way! Yeah, I was in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts at the DCU Center. Um, yeah, I was at that one. Nice. Cool. I, I had no idea when I picked that. Yeah, I wasn't in like the front row or anything. We just went just to... Because anytime SmackDown comes to Boston, we always went. Never went to a Raw for some reason. Only SmackDowns, which is <laughs> kind of strange. But yeah, that one we were at. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome watching the uh, the the draft live 
it was it was really cool. I liked the way that they did it. I mean, it just it just kind of felt big, you know. Um, yeah. And it was it was just I don't know. I, I thought that whole episode was it was really neat because I watched it live, um, but I haven't watched it probably since then. You know, it's been what three uh, three years since I've watched it, and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to go back and see and see all those talents that one either aren't there anymore or they're like you know they're gone from the company. Like John Cena. I mean, we've only seen John Cena on an episode of Raw like one time in the last like how how long you know yeah so. true he was he was a big cast and enzo in this on this card against yes that's the good oh my brothers gosh. yes and Ka- <laughs> i mean talk about a fall from grace that's another one you know what i mean like you know Ka- uh, enzo and Cass were like the two biggest things um in the freaking company you know like they were a huge tag team like everybody knew the little spiel their entrance and all of that and like they're like nobody's now you know what i mean like it's like it's pretty pretty crazy how how quickly things can change but yeah they faced off against was aj in the in the club right yeah gallows it was just cena versus gallows but yeah we uh the three of us recorded a mock draft episode of the podcast for our patreon listeners you can listen to that if you're a patreon subscriber and sheen and i just went back and forth i think we did 12 picks each we did mm-hmm. eight male superstars, two female superstars, and two tag teams each, and we let the people on our Facebook group kind of vote. And uh, the votes, the votes are leaning more toward uh, your boy over here, Sheen. I don't know how you feel about that. I, had, I, they everybody thought I had the bigger names on my card. People can, like, you know, what I think it's just because I have an eye for up and coming talent. I, I, I have um, a good feel for who's going to be big you know, in the future. Whereas like, I feel like you, you took the low hanging fruit. Oh, um, okay. yeah. so <laughs> it was, was kind of one of those things like, you know, Phil Phil's over here for once trying to appeal to the masses, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, here I am trying to make these like smart, smart picks and it, it didn't, it, it's not weighing off in my favor. So all, all you smarky smarks that are part of our, our patron, um, just make sure you go over there and, and listen and listen closely. And listen to the re- <laughs> listen to the reasoning. Oh, you know, yeah. yes, yeah, that's um, what you need. Don't let don't let Brock Lesnar pull your judgment in the wrong direction. You know, a couple of people commented that they heard an audible gasp when I when I took uh, Ronda Rousey late in the draft. That you were just like, you, know, <laughs> you would just it slipped by you somehow. I, I'm surprised. I, you know what? It was not even on the radar. Yeah. It was like I, I, it was an audible gasp because you know I love me some Ronda Rousey yeah. and it was yeah I was a little bit disappointed in myself for out of sight, not out of mind. yeah out of sight out of mind and you know you you just like straight stacked your roster with like legitimate fighters and I think people are people are being swayed by the star power you know yeah well you know it's, it's uh, <laughs> some tomato versus tomato I guess type of thing. Uh, <laughs> We uh, we asked the people on Facebook for listener mail uh, a couple weeks ago, and we still haven't answered any of those questions. So we'll do that next week. We had some good ones on there, but uh, I feel like we always, that that segment always gets bumped. That's like the Lindsey Buckingham of the uh, <laughs> uh, of the show. But uh, you guys can check us out on social media. It's it's at Chick Foley Show on Twitter. Uh, Sheena is at Chick Foley on Instagram. You can follow me. I hate JJ Reddick. And Mr. Marco Denton is at Inglorious Gent on Twitter. He's a, good, a great follow there, too. Uh, the email is askchickfoley at gmail.com. We want you to go to iTunes and uh, give us a nice five-star review. And definitely check out our friends. We talked about it. We plugged them here. Uh, Ringside Collectibles. Chick Foley is the code for 10% off. Uh, next week, we will be, I guess, 
previewing Hell in the Cell. We'll get into more yeah. s- more Halloween type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping to see the Joker, but that comes out a week from tomorrow, so we won't. Be, I'll, I'll just be talking about how I'm excited. But I guess I'll be able to recap. We won't be able to record next Wednesday because I'm going to the uh, AEW show, so maybe I'll be able to recap that live from the. Uh, I still don't have my Stardust shirt, so if anyone has a uh, a two XL Stardust shirt just sitting around somewhere, you know I'd they're love- floating around out there. Uh, okay. there's a couple on eBay, but they're all like extra mediums or, you know, they don't, they don't fit the, uh, the 305 live body that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm working on over here. Um, oh my God. Listen, listen, you no, know, I, I can, I can always help you. You know, if you want, if you want to chi- enter the chick fit challenge, I have a badass new program right now. So if you, if you have a 305 live body, you know, you know, chick fully got you. I'm over here large and in charge <laughs> pre- pregnant AF right now, but. <laughs> You just hit me up at askchickfoley at gmail.com and we will get you fit as F before, not, uh, before, before Thanksgiving. You know I'm what I mean? You can go, you I'm can not go that G- big, just so people know. I'm not 300 pounds. No. That's you're just, not. That's, you're I, 205 Live would be under. I'm, I'm right in the middle there. So, Listen, yep. we, it, it doesn't matter how much you weigh. You know what I mean? It's all about yeah. how you feel. It's all about how you feel. Yeah. You know, and I want, all, I want all of our smarts to feel their absolute best. So hit me up and I'll, I'll get your ass in shape. You know what I mean? I thought this was a Blue Chew commercial for a second. Yeah, Blue I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, don't don't use the drop. No, no, I, I won't. I won't. I won't. I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. But uh, yeah, you guys, uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to share the podcast with any friends that you have, and uh, I'm sure we'll have some more figures hitting in the next week or so for some stuff to talk about. And uh, for Marco Denton and Sheena Phelps, uh, I am Phil Gentile, the Hot Take Kid. Thank you for listening to the Chick Foley Show, and uh, we will back he- be back here next week uh, with some more great stuff. Thanks for listening. Stay classy, Smarks.